Broy here with Dickerson Insurance Services. Uh, happy to have you on board as we explore more and more options out there for, for clients in the marketplace, looking for alternative solutions. Uh, I'm the networking liaison, so what my job here is for all of you in attendance, uh, just know that I am your contact person here at Dickerson. Um, anything that you are looking for in terms of you know clients needing different solutions, anything complex, or even regular, you know, just talk and shop. That is what we are here for. And today we have with us Jake Sanchez from Universal HealthShare that's gonna be going over some really cool op, op options for your clients, especially those that may have missed the open enrollment deadline for the traditional medical, um, medical insurance as well. Uh, I do wanna let you know just some quick housekeeping items. You'll notice on the, most likely the right-hand side of your screen, uh, you'll see a couple of things. You'll see the questions, might even see a chat box. During the presentation, if anything piques your interest, you feel free to leave a comment, ask a question, definitely ask any questions uh, during the meeting. Uh, if we can get to them right on the spot, we'll definitely field those, uh, but most likely we'll actually have those as a Q&A at the very end of the meeting. We'll get to as many questions as possible, those we can't answer, We'll have an FAQ and we'll send that out after the meeting. Uh, another cool feature here is on the right-hand side, you'll notice in the toolbox, uh, some handouts. So we have some handouts for you. If you'd like to browse through those or download those, feel free to do so right now. Not to worry though, if you forget to do so or don't have time to do it now, we will be sending those documents out to you after the meeting along with a recording of today's webinar. So for any reason you have to hop off early uh, or, you know, Murphy's Law, if uh, some technical issue drops you off, don't worry about it. We do have the recording of the entire webinar that we'll send to you after this meeting, so you can rewatch at your disposal and why it's so important to, to go through this and educate yourself on Universal HealthShare. Uh, but real quick, just wanted to get through a quick intro with, uh, with Dickerson. Of course, collaborative way, it is the lifeblood of our company. Uh, we've became part of Alera Group that's out in Chicago. Uh, so they're an acquisition firm out in Chicago. Uh, we should update this slide because now we have over 3,000 teammates and we have 90 firms across the nation. So anywhere you can think of, we actually have a local presence for you. What that means for you as agents is you can actually provide yourself as a local expert, but a national footprint as well by using our resources and our connections and our network of agencies and brokers and industry partners, just like Universal HealthShare. Uh, we did start out in California, but over the years, we're now a national general agency on the individual side. So we're help, here to help you out every step of the way. And so that does include individual coverage. Uh, if you're looking for information about Medicare, if you are, we do have a lot of, in fact, I, there's a couple of attendees that I, I've seen here uh, already. Uh, some of you may primarily just do Medicare or even just life insurance. If you're looking to explore other markets, we're here to educate you. No questions asked. You don't have to sign any contracts. There's no captivity. There's no exclusivity. We're just here to share those best practices, uh, all of the documents, everything that we've ever created. And if you're looking for a more hands-on experience to tapping into any of the other markets, such as groups, small and large, alternative funding, you name it, we're more than happy to ha have that conversation with you and really talk about what other brokers are doing in the industry that have succeeded and also show you some case studies and some examples, i.e. a formula to help you get into that market as well. So if you're looking to grow those markets or tap into those, we're absolutely here to help. And for those of you that do decide that you want to partner with us, again, we like to provide educational information with you know, no contracts. 
If you do decide to partner with us, it's just a matter of getting appointed with carriers under us. Uh, again, you can diversify your portfolio. You can work with anyone you want. You can work with us and other FMOs and other GAs, totally fine. But we do have a, an online commission portal, so we do track every penny, and it also has you know client information, so you can track all the clients that you're receiving commissions on. Uh, as well as easy contracting, we know that getting appointed with all the carriers, it can get a little tedious, a little cumbersome, so we've made that process easier, as well as the ongoing training, not only one-on-ones with myself and my IFP team, but also industry leaders that we bring on board to help educate you on different solutions out there and how to utilize those solutions effectively when you're selling to your clients. Uh, those of you who uh, do have sub-agents or want to start an agency, Again, we can also talk to you about what other agents have done, what we have done, and we can open up the opportunities for sub-GA opportunities as well, including overrides. Uh, again, if you are looking for ancillary, because I know this is the dry months, after the whole you know, standard open enrollment is over, just know that there are many other things that you can actually sell, dental vision, life, you name it, critical illness, it's all there. This is just the tip of the iceberg for our ancillary partners, so we strongly urge you to get appointed with as many of those carriers as possible. So that way you can reach out to your existing clientele and say, hey, you know, it's time to enroll for dental vision, life, critical illness, gap insurance, basically to fill in those gaps of their current uh, medical policies too. Uh, but again, go ahead and screenshot this if you'd like. Uh, take down this, this information. We're the IFP team, the heads, Sally and myself. Uh, but we'll also be sending our contact information, personal information. So if you'd like to reach out to us directly, shoot us an email, uh, give us a quick call, anything that pops up in your head, feel free to reach out. We're more than happy to answer those questions and, and you know, help you along and, and grow your business. Uh, so what we have today here <clears throat> with, uh, with Jake Sanchez and Universal HealthShare, what we're going to be talking about is, is a couple of things. But first, and Jake, I wanted to uh, address this with you as well and all of the attendees. Uh, so we do have an ongoing partnership with Covered California. And this was in recent light of uh, some communications that we have had with Covered California. So I do want to provide you with a quick disclaimer. Uh, so those of you who are residing in California or selling in the state of California, uh, we've been asked to provide you with a message about Cover California fully insured plans. They have now implemented a new special enrollment period, and that is the pandemic, uh, i.e. COVID-19 national public health emergency. And this does apply only to those clients who do not have current coverage, i.e. if you have a client that wants to change plans, uh, this would not apply to them, but in the past where you had special enrollment periods needed, like, such as a qualifying event like a birth of a child, uh, a marriage, something that requires proof, this one does not require proof. So if you have a client in the state of California, Cover California has stated they strongly urge you to explore Cover California options first. And if they have not had coverage before and don't have any other qualifying event, they can enroll right now at this moment in time, in this case actually for a 4-1 effective date now that today is March 22nd, uh, using the National Public Health Emergency Qualifying Event as they go through the application process and they won't need to require any proof. Uh, so uh, again, we just needed to state that as a disclaimer because of our relationship with Cover California. But if you are selling and uh, residing outside of the state of California, just know that this is a good alternative, the universal health share options. And so what Jake is gonna go over today is exactly what this is 
exactly what this is not, how it can help your clients, especially those that have missed the deadlines. And going over the materials, it's very important to educate yourself because it's important to educate the <laughs> clients as well on exactly what these plans can do for the clients. Uh, so that way there's no miscommunication. So we'll make everything very, very clear for you. But again, during the questions and, and answers, we'll answer as many questions as we can. But again, feel free to ask those questions during the, uh, the presentation. Uh, so with that, Jake, what I'm gonna do right now is hand over the controls to you. So if you wanted to say hello, everyone, um, feel free to do so. Well, thank you, uh, Nathan. Thank you very much. First of all, wow, what a company, huh? Uh, Dickerson, uh, we are just want to let you know we're very happy and proud to be affiliated and associated with you. Uh, I'm going to uh, welcome, I want to welcome everybody. Good morning for those on the West Coast and good afternoon for anybody on the East Coast. I happen to be in, a, in Atlanta, Georgia. So for those of you um, that want to know where we're located, that's where we are. We're a Georgia-based corporation. Now, um, I'm going to show a screen and let me know is if you can see my slide here, health sharing, agent introduction. There we go, full screen, ready to go. Okay, so we're just, I have a lot, a lot of information, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and, and uh, I don't, of course, I don't know any of your backgrounds. As, as uh, Nathan mentioned, you're selling a lot of different types of products out there to the market. Uh, we want to introduce a, a different type of, of, of product. This is uh, an area that you may have heard of or maybe not familiar with. Healthcare sharing ministries have been out there. Uh, Universal Health Share is one of those. And I want to talk to you a little bit about why I think it's important for you all to consider this as an alternative uh, to your uh, customers. And again, it's one of those products, like anything else you sell, that has to be positioned correctly in order to make sure that we have the retention and satisfaction necessary uh, to make the kind of revenues and commissions that everybody desires. So, uh, I, I, like I said, there's a lot of stuff in here. We can do some additional things down the road. Uh, we're very open, uh, working with any, any of the Dickerson agents when it comes to training, product training, uh, enrollment training, whatever those things are, uh, we're wide open to make sure we help you. Just want to give you a quick little introduction of who is Universal Health Fellowship. It is a not-for-profit. I think that's important. Uh, because you're not going to see us on uh, on a billboard. You're not going to see the uh, Universal Health Fellowship on a sports stadium. All of the dollars that are are gathered by uh, Universal Health are, are used primarily for operational administrative expense and paying out uh, medical expenses. That's all this organization does. Uh, it is um, uh, it is a what they call a healthcare sharing ministry. And, we, and it does use the foundation of the Unitarian Universalist Church. And, it, and for those of you, don't be concerned. You don't have to join the religion. You don't have to subscribe to it. But it does have to have an underpinning uh, as a ministry. And the uh, Universalist Church provides us a very wide open door that everybody is uh, welcomed, whether you're a gay, whether you have a domestic partnership, uh, you don't have to subscribe to any God or deity or Christianity or anything like that. It's kind of wide open. There is a, I know there was a question about uh, a religious component or religious statements that are required. We do have what we call our statement of, of faith and beliefs. And I'll talk to you about that, but they're really based on the golden rule, not necessarily on religion. For example, you see one here on the bottom left-hand corner. We believe it is our sacred duty to assist those in need when we have the ability to do so. 
again, very, very much like the golden rule, not so much like religion, because that's what allows us uh, to put forth these Satan of faith, because we are, as I said, based on the Unitarian Universalist Church Foundation. Kind of a little brief history. This ministry was founded about four years ago, I actually started uh, developing products uh, back then, and it took us a couple years to get the actuarial numbers correct. We do use an actuary, uh, which gives us a lot of comfort, and it should give you and your customers comfort because that means we have, uh, we do know what the claim risk or the medical expense need is across our population, and our programs are priced accordingly. So we're not going to be the most expensive program out there. We're not going to be the least expensive, but I can assure you that we will be financially sound because of our ability uh, to pay our needs uh, when they're um, when when they're eligible, and it's all based on actuarial footings that these programs are based on. So currently, we have about 5,000 lives, and our contribution levels are based again, like I said, on these uh, actuarial methods. Uh, we've been able to pay over 90% plus of our eligible medical expenses uh, within 45 days. Um, the, the, uh, the, the, the other 10% are based on, of course, more complex medical expenses like uh, hospitalization, where it takes a while to get those uh, claims through the system. One of the good things about it, since we've introduced the product, we haven't uh, raised the price. Uh, we, what we've been able to do is, is add more function and feature to the programs, and you'll see some of that. One of the keys, there's two critical things about sharing that makes it uh, difficult for some salespeople to get their arms around. One is it's not an insurance product, uh, which is very interesting, which shouldn't alarm most folks anymore because a lot of the ancillaries that you have are not insurance products. Of course, uh, if you're selling self-funded employers for any of those that sell to self-funded employers under Department of, of Labor or RISA uh, regulations, those are not insurance programs. Um, the only true insurance programs you have come from carriers with the uh, Affordable Care Act, some short-term med, that's uh, in, in uh, Medicare, of course, with CMS, but everything else is really a benefit program. This is a medical expense sharing program that's funded by members, which is a peer-to-peer -peer environment, very similar to what you would see, you know, with an Uber uh, or, uh, uh, you know, any type of sharing organization like that. So it is... Uh, a new type of economy uh, where members truly help other members satisfy their eligible medical expenses. So uh, because it's not insurance, we want to make sure that we don't um, sell it as insurance, don't portray it as insurance, and don't make it sound like insurance, because that's where you get into regulatory uh, trouble by having someone believe they're buying an insurance product when in fact they're not. Uh, so that is something we want to make sure that uh, we communicate very clearly. Uh, we, do, we do a great job in our support, not just for agents, but also for members, because we, do, we have developed a, a complete cloud-based system that tracks and monitors and accounts for all funds coming and going. So at any point in time, we know exactly what's in the bank. We know exactly what we paid. And uh, your members get benefit of this because they have some pretty good tools that they can use that are typically only available from large insurance carriers like uh, member portals, uh, mobile-based devices, uh, complete online uh, information. We got probably one of the slickest enrollment tools that you're going to see, uh, and hopefully you'll be able to uh, confirm that with me. So healthcare sharing programs, for those of you, you are very different from traditional insurance products. 
If you look over here on the left-hand screen, you can see traditional insurance products uh, offered by for-profit versus not-for-profit. Um, there is an insurance policy or plan document, and that's what makes it different. Insurance is a contractual obligation. For those of you that I'm sure all of you are licensed, you know that insurance is a contractual obligation. Uh, so the member signs a, a, literally a contract, and uh, if there's a loss, um, the premium that they pay uh, should pay for that loss. And, and it's not necessarily true, right? Because you have um, uh, summary plan documents that tell you exactly what they pay and don't pay for. Even the ACA has limitations and there's nothing that's really available for everybody all the time. And that's why I think most people do not like their insurance product, right? They're never happy with it. Uh, they always are struggling with it. And it's primarily, at least my belief is because they don't pay attention, don't read the detailed information when they buy insurance, unless you're a chronic uh, user of it because you have chronic conditions, uh, you kind of throw it in a shelf and don't worry about it until the day you have to use it. When you pull it out six months from now and you decide that you need to go to the doctor for whatever reason, you're, then you start getting that aha moment that says, geez, I thought this was gonna be covered and it's not. This happens all the time with insurance. Uh, it's difficult to get around uh, only because most members do not want to pay attention to the detailed documents that govern their particular plan. And uh, one of the other things you'll you'll see, um, um, Nathan talked about enrollment periods. The beauty of healthcare sharing programs is there is no enrollment period. They're available, you know, 12 months out of the year, 24/7. Of course, the enrollment time is a big time uh, for us as well. But uh, the beauty is we and you can sell these programs throughout the year um, and continue to uh, stack up your revenue and your client base and uh, make money doing this month after month after month by using this as a great uh, alternative to high priced insurance products. Um, the, um, um, there, there are some other differences There's, uh, in these programs with limitations and how we cover pre-existing conditions that we can get into. We do have a detailed uh, program uh, uh, webinar that we can get into the, the, the deep, deep detail of the programs. A lot of collateral material, some of it you'll download today. Uh, make sure you pay attention to the uh, program uh, sharing, uh, sharing program grid, if you will, and it's a grid, and I'll show it to you here in a minute, um, that you can see the detail of the product. Um, why, would you, why would you wanna offer? Uh, uh, sharing programs if it's not insurance? Well, I think there's a lot of reasons. Uh, there's over, uh, probably over 1.2, 1.3 million, um, you know, sharing members across the country, across different uh, ministries. So it is growing in popularity, probably growing about 20, 25% a year. Um, and, and a lot of it has to do with affordability and the, uh, and the ability to go after not just individuals and households, but also small groups. So anybody over 50 employees becomes a great candidate for these kinds of programs. Um, what we find with small small employers is that many of them are uninsured uh, or underinsured and have very little. Some may have a MEC plan, which is really just a small preventive, doesn't do a whole lot. We're starting to see a little bit of direct primary care. 
which again, doesn't do a whole lot if you have catastrophic type stuff. So we think sharing programs are very well positioned uh, for these types of folks uh, for now and for the future. So in, in some of the benefits of why you would offer this, um, well, it's very affordable. You know, it's 40, it's good. you're gonna find it's 40 to 60% less than traditional insurance programs. So if you've got, if there's an economic issue, a budget issue, sharing programs make a great, great uh, uh, alternative. And again, assuming that it fits the need of the member. Um, no insurance license required, pretty cool. That means you can sell in 39 states today. Uh, we have it available in 39. There's uh, 11 states we do not sell. We do not sell outside the continental United States. So all the services, including hospitalization and network are all in uh, the continental US across 39 states. Uh, so this means that if you've been selling in a zip code in your town, in your local state because of your license, now through some digital marketing, you can get out there in 39 states and you can now start uh, prospecting across the country. And I think that's a huge opportunity for expanding your marketplace and being able to develop uh, prospects across the country. I already mentioned the year-round enrollment period. Uh, I already mentioned the um, uh, great alternative, particularly the short-term med. We're finding some of these states, for example, uh, have limitations on short-term med, uh, uh, their term itself. Uh, so it becomes difficult to sell. Uh, they have a lot of requirements uh, as well as um, uh, the cost. So I think we end up becoming a very good alternative to that. We have a great online enrollment system that I'll show you some of the screens. Uh, great commissions and incentives, and I'll show you some of those. Uh, your commissions come direct from Dickerson, but we also have developed some agent, uh, kind of what I call quick start bonus programs that I'll, I'll, I'll share with you here shortly. Um, it, is, it is an individual product. Uh, we have a lot of families, individuals, but also can work for employees of small companies. So if you, this kind of gives, gives you kind of a two-edged uh, sword, if you will, one to talk about with families, individuals, small businesses. Our enrollment system allows you to handle both. And for those of you familiar with selling group product, um, you also have the ability to use an Excel spreadsheet as your census to gather your census information. And you can upload that spreadsheet right into our enrollment platform and build out your uh, database of prospects so you can go after them. Um, and when I talk about our enrollment system, not only is it, uh, I don't know what kind of enrollment systems you guys typically use, but we've developed one that's very, it's got its workflow based, and I'll show it to you. But one of the benefits of it is that the member can self-enroll. So you don't even have to be on the phone with them. If you uh, can send them a link, they can enroll themselves. And if they get stuck, you can intervene at any point in time and help them get through the enrollment. So it works with you on the phone. It works with you doing it by yourself. It works with you um, sending the link to the member and they can do it themselves, or you can do a hybrid and work together. So it's a really cool system. And I think you're really gonna like it once you see it. We do have seven programs you can choose from. So we've got just about every option. And I think you're also gonna find that not only are they, uh, uh, do we have seven, but they're rich and robust. In other words, if, you, if any of you, if you go back and I know, <laughs> depending on your age, uh, if you can remember before the ACA, uh, every insurance product out there had to have um, 
medical questionnaires. Uh, they could determine whether you uh, were qualified or not. Uh, they had various, uh, depending on what you wanted to pay, they had various um, deductibles and uh, co-pays. Well, now sharing kind of looks like that. Uh, that ACA now forces folks to have coverage for things they don't need. Sharing is open and flexible because it's not a regulated product. We're able to develop programs that people want and need, not what they have to pay for that they'll never use. So you're not going to get, um, uh, uh, you know, uh, transgender surgery or what we call Bruce Jenner surgery here, uh, and you're not going to pay for it for somebody else if you're not, if that's not something you want to do, you don't have to with these types of programs. Uh, we also provide a great member experience. I, I, I want to talk a, just a little bit about the mobile platform for our member. Uh, I think it's important for you all to know what's out there. Uh, you ought to take a look at it. If you decide to uh, work with us and, 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 and sell our programs to your marketplace, I would encourage you to look at the uh, member portal because it is a great asset for members. It gives them everything at their fingertips. It eliminates phone calls, support calls. Uh, where's my card? I can't find a provider. All of that is available uh, via their uh, mobile platform as well as their claim. Uh, medical expense status, has it been paid, is it outstanding, has it been shared, not shared, all of that sits on the portal. We also have provided a ton of support tools to help you. Um, agent support line, so you have a direct support line, so you have any questions, um, sales questions, enrollment questions, etc. cetera. Uh, talked about the enrollment platform. The enrollment platform, and I'll show you, includes a complete resource library right at your fingertips. So you don't have to scramble around to find a brochure. You can simply uh, download it right from your portal. You can read it yourself, or you can simply uh, email it to the member. We have a, uh, a service we call Curum Life, which is part of our programs. It's free to members. Uh, Curum Life is a high-touch concierge service. It is designed to provide welcome calls to new members, um, put them into nutritional programs based on conditions, help them with post-surgical uh, experience so they have someone they can speak with, um, and it guides them through uh, the, the process and helps them uh, from scheduling all the way to rehab. And these are qualified folks uh, that are typically medical experts. Uh, for example, the lady that runs this is an MBA uh, 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 She's also a registered nurse. She works in, in a real hospital part-time, and then she works with us for Curum. So she has a very practical experience. It's a really great high-touch program. They immediately get access to a nutritional program, again, free. Doesn't cost them anything. Uh, we do use a uh, PHCS physician network, uh, 700,000 doctors throughout the United States uh, for physician and ancillaries. So keep that in mind. Hospitals, there is no network for hospitals. That means you can use any hospital in the continental United States. There is a pre-authorization and a pre-notification. That now comes with Curum Life. So if there's a member that needs a surgical procedure, uh, Curum will get involved with them, make sure they have the right doctor, the right hospital, the right, anything that they need, they will help them with. So that's a great thing. And we use reference-based reimbursement to pay hospitals been very, very good, saves members a ton of money uh, because of the way, as you all know, uh, pricing for medical services is kind of off the hook. Uh, we don't know what it is. Many times there's some new laws that have been passed uh, 
recently that require hospitals to provide a detailed uh, proposal, if you will, and that proposal or that price estimate, uh, when it's finally said and done, is not to exceed $400. Um, so we're going to do, we're going to help them with that. And if those members, for those members that use not-for-profit hospitals as an example, uh, not-for-profit hospitals, as well as some for-profit, have financial assistance. Uh, part of the Curum service is to help these members that are in these not-for-profits, uh, help them seek out this um, financial assistance with the application, help them fill it out, and hopefully they can get some of their out-of-pocket money back because it does affect directly the out-of-pocket. Uh, so that could be a great little service. Uh, most folks have not taken advantage of it, but we think it's something that we uh, want to do for our members. Um, we we also have a bunch of uh, other tools that are available for you and for the members that I'll get into it here in a second. So that's um, one of the things I, I, I did uh, early you know, on is a lot of Asians were struggling about selling a non-insured product because health sharing is not insurance. Um, and it's kind of interesting, three or four years ago when I started in this, uh, I had brokers that, oh, I don't want to sell it. I, I'm, I'm licensed, I only sell insurance products. That has changed dramatically where mo everybody that sells for us, and we have probably, I don't know, four or 500 agents out there, all of them are licensed, which is kind of interesting. All of them sell this. Uh, because they had to find an alternative, they had to find an affordable alternative, and they wanted to keep selling uh, outside the enrollment period. So the only thing they had was ancillary products and some short-term med. They needed something beyond that, and this filled that need. And so we are growing significantly, probably 30 to 40 percent a year since we started, so it's been very, very good. Uh, and, and I put this together to kind of help some of the agents uh, kind of overcome this issue about them looking for insurance. And what are they really, really saying? Uh, because that's the only word uh, prospects know, right? Insurance. I want insurance. I need healthcare. I need insurance. What they're really saying is, you know, what we think is insurance is just a generic term that they use, just like Xerox, just like Kleenex. I need insurance. And what they're really saying is, I need a way to pay for my, my healthcare uh, expenses. And so on the right-hand side over here, you see uh, different ways to do that, right? There's all kinds of ways to pay for your healthcare expense. And one can be just out of pocket, pay for it myself. Nothing stops you. And now we're finding that, hey, not only is that could be a good idea, but it could lower your overall cost of healthcare because the cash price typically is the least expensive and it can be much less expensive than the insurance price even if you're covered. Um, we find this a lot, of course, in pharmacy. This is why GoodRx and these other discount programs have done so well, is because their discount is often many times better than what your uh, insurance uh, program pays than what you would have to pay out of pocket. So GoodRx becomes a great alternative. But just keep that in mind, they're really looking for a generic method to pay for expenses. And if you look over here on the right, I, I listed eight different ways you could pay for medical expenses. And of course, one of those is sharing programs. So if I'm looking at my inventory of what I could sell members, uh, depending if I want to sell uh, Medicare or above 65 or under, I can put together a portfolio of these types of products uh, so I have something for everybody. 
Um, and, and I would encourage you to include sharing as part of that and more importantly, uh, universal health fellowship sharing programs. Now we also, uh, what's unique and common to all products, insurance and non-insurance products is they're all governed by a set of rules. Um, no different than uh, in sharing, we happen just to call those guidelines. In insurance programs, there are typically summary program plan descriptions or program descriptions that are out there that tell you how you need to use your program. And it gives you the rules and it governs, you're governed by these rules and you need to understand those rules. If you don't understand them, you're not gonna be happy. And you're not gonna be happy because you're gonna be in situations where it's not gonna be paid for and it's gonna be expensive for you. So you need to pay attention, particularly when it comes to out of network situations, emergency room use, those kinds of things. And I, I, I bring this up because 50% of all bankruptcies in America are due to medical expenses. And it's not sharing programs, folks, it's insurance products. So if you've got 50% of bankruptcies in America, personal bankruptcies happening because of, because of medical expenses, when I do have insurance, what does that tell you? It tells you they don't really cover a whole lot, does it? It means you got a heck of a lot out of pocket. So if you go into a, a, a high deductible health plan, in order to qualify, it's got to have a, a minimum of $2,700 deductible in order to have an HSA. That means you've got to pay $2,700 out of pocket before it pays dollar one. Um, so I think we got a better deal here if you can get over what the if, and understand what the limitations are to sharing programs. Um, so understanding the rules is critical to satisfaction. And of course, during the sales process, you can't really get through all of them. So we as an organization try to educate members as much as possible through our portals, through our digital outreach, and through our uh, phone calls that we make here that welcome them. And of course, Curum Life is set up to help them through all parts of their healthcare journey with Universal Health Share. Um, as I mentioned, we're in 39 states that you can sell in, starting immediately. And here are the states here that we don't sell in. Uh, we are looking to open up some of these. Some of these are, have some really tough rules and regs. Um, that's why we're out of them right now, but we're always looking. So anyway, just to be familiar, you're not the enrollment system won't allow you to sell in these states once you put in the zip code. So uh, we take care of that for you. But uh, just so you know, here they are. Uh, and then, of course, anything outside the continental U.S. Uh, our, all the programs that, are, that we have here have been designed for people who care about their health. So it includes um, preventive, it includes day one doctor visits, all those things to make sure, and this is why, what Curum Life helps them do, is make sure they uh, stay as healthy as possible. And if they uh, are sick or prone to be sick, maybe we can help them stop that downward trend and get them on the right path. So all of these programs, really, we want as healthy people as possible. There is a medical uh, um, questionnaire, if you will, as part of the enrollment process. It's embedded. And if they answer yes to any of these questions, they are not eligible to join programs. And typically, these questions are those folks that really should be on the ACA. Um, one of the things you'll hear from Universal Health Fellowship is these programs are not designed for everybody. They are not. Don't try to sell them to everybody uh, because they, they don't fit everybody. This is why you have choices. 
I showed you this screen about eight different choices. Well, it's because there's different solutions for different folks. If you are working with a member that has um, um, uh, an experience where they use doctors all the time, they have chronic conditions, they're on heavy medication, they're always at a doctor, probably not a Universal Health Fellowship member, right? Because we have waiting periods and limitations. So make sure we put them in the right product. And when we do that, we have great retention, which means we have great commissions and revenues that get paid out. This is a great, I wanted to put this out here from a product perspective to kind of show you, this is available in a brochure. This is in the uh, program grid brochure that I mentioned earlier. Um, you see, we have six programs on the top, UHS one through six. Uh, I'm gonna take you very quickly through this to give you a product introduction so you can be familiar and kind of back up some of the statements I made earlier. Rich, um, programs that we have in the affordability. And, and if you look here, we have this, um, we do have different terminology. You wanna be familiar with the terminology because you do not wanna use insurance terms when describing a sharing program. And the reason is because again, we do not want folks to believe they're buying insurance when they're not. And we certainly don't want a, a consumer to complain to the Department of Insurance that they were misled, missold, misrepresented uh, because they sold, uh, they were sold a sharing program when they thought it was a, an insurance product. So we don't even use the insurance terms. So we don't use uh, deductible or copay. We use non-shareable amount. Uh, non-shareable amount is your member responsibility. It is your out-of-pocket before, typically before, dollar uh, one is shared. So keep that in mind. Uh, they all, this, these are all what I call embedded uh, non-NSAs. That means so when one family member makes their uh, individual NSA, they're, they're, um, it, it's available for them to use the program using what we call their co-share. Uh, and once the family makes the total NSA, depending on how many family members, then the entire family would be subject to um, the co-share amounts. So we have these non-shareable amounts and look for UHS-1, an individual is $1,000. Uh, I, I don't know, you can't find these anymore affordably where you can get $1,000 for an individual NSA. Family's only 3,000, you see? And it goes all the way to UHS-6 where it goes up to 6,000 uh, for the individual and 18,000 for the family. And then you can see for the two. So these are very, very affordable. Our most popular programs tend to be one, um, well, they do all pretty good job. One, three, four are typically very nice programs. Two is really a good one because of, again, the pricing. Um, you know, young, young families, uh, we, we, we go up to 64 years of age, uh, you know, right, right prior to Medicare. Uh, well, they can even go up to, you know, for Medicare, 65, and then they come off the program. But you can see, uh, very nice uh, out-of-pocket, not very expensive before they start getting benefit. Now, we do have this other option. It's, we call it an annual kosher maximum. You see it says optional here, which means they can purchase this as an option uh, either during enrollment or after. It is fully commissionable. And if what this does is if they meet these new other limits, they go to 100% sharing. So they, their kosher go, goes away. Um, but there are some caveats uh, there. Uh, one is that 
if you go down here, uh, uh, let me see where do I want to see it show you. Somewhere, oh, right here. If you look here, we have annual sharing maximums per member up here at the top. So if you look at UHS-1, $900,000 for the year. That's the maximum sharing allowed under this program. And each one has its corresponding maximums. Uh, this is after the repricing, after the uh, reference-based reimbursement repricing. So, you know, it really, really could mean a couple million dollars in uh, hospital charges. By the time you reprice it, get the network, the, the discounts, et cetera, uh, 900,000 takes you a long, long way. Um, the average healthcare uh, hospitalization stay in America is right around $23,000, $24,000. So you get a lot, a lot of uh, mileage out of this. But I bring that up because um, these uh, annual co-share is an option you can, you can sell. They reach this limit as an individual, I'm sorry, $3,000. Uh, they have their $1,000, they move into their uh, NSA, uh, co what they call the co-share. So in this particular program, UHS-1, it would be 85.15. Once they hit 3,000, if they bought the, uh, this option, uh, then anything, uh, any other medical expense after the $3,000 out-of-pocket would be shared 100%. Uh, so this is a, kind of similar to an out-of-pocket maximum, except the limitation is uh, up to the annual program limit of the program. So in UHS-1, is $900,000. So you would have 100% uh, sharing up to $900,000. So just keep that in mind. It's not 100% unlimited. That's the point I want to make here. Every program that you sell uh, for the family has a $75 application fee, and there's a $15 a month uh, association fee to belong to the ministry in order to get the program. So this is uh, $75 is billed one time. The $15 is billed on a monthly basis. As part of your program, uh, we've included what we call medical incident limits. So even though uh, here you see UHS-1 is $450,000, um, you have $900,000 for the year. Any one medical incident is limited to $450,000. So again, just uh, another uh, nuance of the program. $450,000 is your medical incident limit. You can have as many medical incident limits per year as, as needed up to your annual limit, which is $900,000 for one, okay? Um, there, uh, each program, all of the programs come with a uh, uh, physical wellness uh, uh, benefit. Uh, and it, after 30 days, um, you're eligible for routine physical and uh, what would they call well child exams. Uh, and you get $500 uh, per year per member for that service, okay? If you buy the ACSM, I'm, I don't wanna confuse you because we can get into the detail later, but if you buy the ACSM, not only do you get the 100% sharing up to your annual limits, but it, it, it raises also the physical to $1,000. So you get $500 more, but it does change the waiting period from 30 to 90 days. So uh, we'll get into this detail during product training, but I just wanted to give you a kind of a high level overview so you could see that these programs really do have a lot of uh, robustness and feature rich in them. They, they, we speak to just about everything in here. So uh, this is page one, here is page two. 
Telemedicine is free 24 seven to all the family members as part of this, as you know, telemedicine, I'm seeing it sold now as a standalone product for some uh, small employers. I, I don't think it's enough. Uh, it's included in every one of our programs, 24-7. Uh, we use MD Live, uh, so they get a, a really good uh, uh, service with that. Um, and it starts day one, no waiting period. Uh, I mentioned this earlier on the physical exam, 30 days for the uh, annual physical. And there is a 30-day general waiting period for the program. So any, any medical service, uh, um, just estimate that it's gonna be a 30-day waiting period. We do, however, uh, do provide day one services, which include um, uh, uh, mostly physician visits. So if you have to go to the doctor within those 30 days, uh, the program will pay for the office visit charge after you pay your consult fee. Every uh, product um, program, uh, let me see, where was that? Uh, right here in the middle here, you see where it says consultation fees. So these are your out-of-pocket fees that are paid upon each visit. These never go away. Uh, so if, you're, if you have UHS-1, you would pay $25 to visit that primary care doctor. If you've got UHS-2, you can see across the board uh, what these consult fees are. So uh, that's the good news, is that they're really, really uh, not expensive. Um, and if you have to have a service done within the 30-day waiting period, you pay the $25, the program picks up the uh, office visit charge, any other services after that, uh, would be out of pocket until you hit your 30 days when you can step into your program. Um, so these are the consultation fees. We have primary care, specialty, urgent, emergency room, you can see, and a physical therapy as well. The, uh, here's your what we call our co-share amounts. This is after you meet your out-of-pocket NSA. So you can see for UHS-1, the program pays 85%, which is pretty good, right? 85-15, Medicare doesn't even do that. They're 80-20. Uh, so here we have 85-15, and then it goes all the way to UHS-6 to 60-40. So again, depending on the, the health of your member, their age, their use of the healthcare uh, uh, services, you can put them in the appropriate program uh, and you can see we've, we've minimized a lot of the uh, costs once they meet their out-of-pocket. Uh, so surgery can be uh, inpatient, outpatient. We, we do encourage a lot of uh, standalone facilities. We encourage our members not to use the hospital unless it's the only thing necessary, available. We encourage them to not use the emergency room, but urgent care. Uh, we do put rules around emergency, like it has to be life-threatening. You have to have a hospital admission in order for it to qualify. So we want to be very specific there. Um, no different than Medicare. I'm on Medicare. That's why I'm talking about it. And uh, same thing. If I have an emergency, if I don't have an overnight stay, it's not going to be covered. So it's not, not very unique or different than other programs once you understand uh, what these programs can do and not do. But we do not have a pharmacy program as part of the, um, the initial um, uh, product that you purchase, but you can buy a formulary. We do have a PBM 
for $25 a month per member that has a limited formulary. So if that limited formulary meets the needs of your members, uh, we make it available during the sales process. You can determine if uh, they need any of the drugs on there. It's a $5 out of pocket once they, uh, if they do have that program and they can purchase it during enrollment or uh, anytime after. Uh, as part of our uh, introduction to Dickerson, we've created this new little incentive program uh, to get you kind of quick start. So whatever uh, commissions you get paid, this is an addition to them. And this is a way for us to get uh, members, for you to get excited and hopefully think about you know, joining us here. We, uh, uh, for the, we have this program that started March 1. It runs all the way through September 30th, so you've got a lot of time. And if you, uh, uh, we will pay you uh, bonuses based on uh, five households. So if you, if you look here, this is in a brochure that I can make available to you, but very simple. You get $25 for the first five that you sell. And this is with a two month retention. So we will wait two months before we pay you but as long as they stay and pay for two months, um, you will get $25 extra money for those uh, folks for the first five and a $500 bonus. The next five, you would get 25. There's a, there's a little table, I know, oh, sorry. There's a little table here, I know it's hard to read. But uh, for the next five, this is one to 10 is $25 for household. So the next five, you'd get another 125, but next five is seven at 50. Uh, then when you hit your next 10, you're in a new category for uh, $35 a member. So you would earn $350 for those um, next 10 members plus a $1,000 bonus when you hit that next 10, which would get you to 20 households. So you could earn uh, $2,850 in addition to whatever commissions you're getting paid uh, for selling the first 20 households. Any household sold beyond the 20, uh, we'll continue to pay you uh, $35 until you hit your 51st, and then it goes up to 45. So we think this is a great program uh, to get to motivate and get you started. And I hope you feel the same way. And I hope your wife or your uh, significant other knows about this because I hope they'll kick you in the butt and get you out there to go make this 2850 for them. So uh, great little program, and it's immediately available to all, each and every one of you. When I just very quick, I know we're running short on time because uh, we've got a lot of things to talk about, but I just want to just, I'm just going to take you to some, these are some of the screens on the enrollment portal just to show you. Um, uh, uh, this is your kind of uh, landing page, if you will. Uh, it, it, like I said, it works with households by clicking this button, uh, work with employers by clicking that button. It gives you your book of business uh, based on your funnel, which is kind of cool. Uh, all everything on the left over here are your resources that I mentioned earlier. So all of these are guides and brochures and collateral material that you can simply click. They're all PDFs. It brings them up. You can print them. You can read them. You can email them. All right there at your fingertips. And if you're in the enrollment process, uh, during the enrollment process, we put everything at your fingertips as well. So this would be kind of where you would come in after you log in, see your business. And then once you click, for example, work with households, you would then come to this screen and this would be all of, this is your funnel, if you will. So this is your dashboard. It's got some really cool features. 
this would be your name up here. Um, this is all your collateral material. You can sort by each of these fields. You can click date added and it would sort it automatically. It'll tell you the status of your prospect. This status is based on the, um, the workflow step that you are on. There's nine steps. So it'll tell you exactly. And these action buttons over here, when you click those, they give you a series, series of options depending on the status of this particular member. And one of those options is to send the link to the prospect and let them do it themselves, right? And they will show up here on your dashboard. Uh, we, we also have this option up here in the top right called copy my page link. Very, very interesting. Because you can sell in 39 states, we wanted to give you a way to reach them. So if you've got a LinkedIn page, you've got a Facebook page, you've got whatever you have out there on digital platforms, you click this and it copies a link. You paste it to any of those platforms, flyers, uh, seminars, your business card, and you paste this in there and anybody that clicks it will end up on this, your private landing page. Every enrollment has a private landing page that you have some way to customize. So up here, it has Balaji. He happens to be our technical director. And you could have your photo right here. You click this, it'll let you update it. You can put in a message and all that comes up here, your phone number, your email, and your photo. And you personalize this. So when, you, when a prospect hits that link, they end up here and can download a brochure or get a quote right away. And if they get a quote and want to talk to you, uh, they'll be prompted to enter their name, email, and phone. And it will show up on your dashboard and now you have a prospect. Pretty slick. Um, I, I'm not going to take you through all the enrollment because I know we got limited time, but I do want to just show you these are the nine steps. One of them is this screen here, actually, how it works. So it's really only eight steps. And as you go through each of these steps, it'll check mark on a per member, per prospect basis household. And it'll let you know exactly where you are. And depending on where you stop, it will show up here as the status. Okay, so set up payment. Oh, sorry, going the wrong way. Right, so here is set up payment. That means you're on step eight for that particular prospect. Okay, pretty straightforward. I rarely have to train on enrollment because you all have already been using enrollment systems. Most of them are, are hard, they're not easy, they're not intuitive, they make you do a bunch of unnecessary stuff. Um, they find ours to be very simple, very easy to use and very quick and fast. Um, the, the nice thing about the guy, about the enrollment portal also, it does have automatic e-signature, e-verification. So when you get to the end and once you put the payment information in, you click a button and you can send it to the prospect, either email or text. And if you send a text, it shows up on their phone. They can review everything, sign it, click it, and they're enrolled automatically. And now they show up as an enrolled member and they will show up on your dashboard as enrolled and update all of your uh, totals. All pretty slick. Um, let me see, these are the guidelines that, that, that give you the rules of the program. I'm going to wind up here. This is the statement of uh, shared faith and beliefs, just to make sure that you know what they are. There's seven of them. Uh, they're important because the member has to acknowledge them and sign off. So make sure that uh, 
uh, and they'll have this available as part of the e-verification and e-signature process. But you can see here just, you know, we believe in the importance of being open to life great mysteries. We believe the most effective way to encourage spiritual growth is for interdependence, search for truth and meaning. Again, very non-religious, but very um, what I call um, the golden rule. Do unto others as you want them to do unto you. And that's basically what we've designed this around. Uh, I guess that's really all I want to cover here. Um, if I know we, we, we're right at the uh, uh, one o'clock. Uh, this is the member portal. Just uh, I've talked a lot about it. So this is kind of can be downloaded by Apple or uh, Android uh, on their phones. And it has all these little tiles where they can see everything that they want. So at this point, if there's any questions, Nathan, uh, don't know what we want to do to wrap up. Next steps would be uh we can we we do have a certification assessment process where you take a test uh you pass the test if you uh, are are eligible to sell the product and you would receive an enrollment link you click the link it opens it up and now you're in business to sell so uh, any any questions nathan anything else i can i can provide i'm, I'm more than happy to do so awesome yeah and thank you for all of the information jake i know and I know a lot of people have seen like universal health share programs in the past and um, just the previous perception of it, a lot of consumers were being misinformed by brokers who giving them the, well, unfortunately incorrect information. So I'm very glad that you are fully transparent of exactly what this is and what this can do. And I love the analogy, you know, where it's, you, you got to think of it more like alternative funding, like self-funded group plans, like ancillary. These are not traditional ACA compliant plans, but people still use them every single day. This is a way to reduce, this is a cost share reduction solution by using a sharing program with all of the claims. Uh, so it, it's a really good, uh, it's a good alternative as well. So for example, there was, they actually had a, a broker um, who mentioned there was a client, they were in Texas, they missed the deadline, they wanted to get something covered, they, they just wanted to have some kind of coverage to reduce cost sharing because they were worried about, you know, big ticket items or, you know, just having some kind of safety net and short term just wasn't really cutting it. Um, and of course, the broker was not licensed in Texas, but they were licensed in a few other states like Oregon and California. Um, and then, of course, we mentioned, okay, well, there's universal health share. You know, again, it's not for everyone if it's, you know, relatively healthy and they answer the questionnaires successfully, then yeah, they can get signed up for coverage. Well, they did just that and they were able to get enrolled uh, for that, that plan. And it's because the broker portal is so easy. A lot of you on the line right now might be familiar with Health Sherpa. Kind of the same thing in terms of broker portal and ease of use. It's just click, click, click. You have your own affiliate link. Clients can enroll and quote on their own, and you can see all of that activity where they're at in the step process. You can also quote and enroll uh, if you want to do a hands-on uh, version of of that. If you wanted to walk them through the enrollment process, uh, but yeah, it, it definitely tracks all of the information, and you can see everything clear as day. Again, just like those other uh, other systems as well. So this is uh, no different than what you've seen before. It's just a new, uh, new product, a new solution that you can offer clients uh, in various situations as well. Um, I did have a couple of questions as well. Uh, sure. Regarding claims, uh, I'm not sure if this is maybe like a universal generic answer you can give or if it's certain situations, but somebody wanted to know 
you know, how are claims actually uh, paid? So are providers sending the claims to the administrator carrier, you know, over universal health share, or is it more of a reimbursement, i.e. the client pays up front, submits the receipts, and then waits until, you know, it's reviewed by uh, the health share, and then they're, they're submitted for reimbursement? The uh, good, good good question. We use um, uh, in in our world they're called needs, right? Because we we stay away from insurance terms. So I'm going to talk in reference to needs. How are needs, medical eligible medical expense needs uh, paid? They we use the same claim processing system that, that any insurance carrier would use. So um, there's no difference there. We're we're connected right to that network. So if you walk into the doctor, the hospital, they process a claim just through their regular network. We'll we'll pick it up. Uh, that's one option. The, the customer can always elect to pay uh, out of pocket if they want to reduce their cost from a cash price. They do that. That's no problem. They can simply just send us or fax us or email us whatever billing information that they have, uh, and then we will reimburse the member directly. Uh, as a third option, we are also uh, been playing around with a, a prepaid debit card. Uh, particularly those in rural areas where they may not uh, know what sharing is. Uh, haven't looked at sharing and are concerned about getting paid. Uh, depending on the circumstance, we can issue a digital card right on their mobile platform and they can take that in and they can use that for payment. So we have a bunch of different ways and I think they're all very similar and common to what any insurance carrier would do uh, depending on how the member elected to pay. Does that, does that help, Nathan? Uh, it does, yeah. I like the fact that there's different avenues, and again, that uh, all falls back on just consumer education, letting them know, like, hey, th these are different ways. And so I like that there is also a team with Universal HealthShare, so if there is a client who kind of needs some help or just guidance, it's always a good idea to be proactive out there. So to everyone in the audience uh, right now who's able to stay online after the, the 10 o'clock, I uh, do appreciate that. Just know that, yes, there there is a place where they can call and just let them know, you know, hey, be proactive, you know, before you seek any services, maybe have a chat with some folks and really understand how to use the services before going out there. Again, it's always important because the last thing we want is miscommunication or a, a client to assume something and then not, and that actually not be the case. So getting pure, accurate, right from the horse's mouth information before they seek services is always the best practice as yeah, well. And, and that's a really good um, uh, thing to say right there. You know, we have we have 800 numbers coming out of our Wazoo, right? We have Curum Life, we have customer service, we have claims service, we have all these services, we have agent support services. Use them, um, particularly on the front end. If, if there's any question with a member, even, even during the sales process, if you have a question, you know, uh, for example, I get a lot of sales questions about how do we handle like colonoscopies. Well, we just made a, a change uh, to colonoscopies where now you can, um, if you have medical history, you can go get a colonoscopy yeah, from a screening perspective. We didn't allow that before. Now we have because we're seeing members want that more and more. But I, I did want to very quickly, because I was talking about affordability, I just want to give you an example while, while, while I have you here. I, I, it, for example, a 35-year-old. Uh, we talked about UHS-1, $1,000 uh, non-shareable amount out of pocket. It's got an 85-15, pays up to $900,000 a year. Just to give you an example, we do we do age-based pricing. So for that 35-year-old, for UHS-1 would be $342.71. If, if that same person bought UHS-6, which is a 60-40, not an 85-15, that would be $227. So I think you can see by that 
if you look at that compared to other products you sell for a 35 year old, um, you know, $342, I have a thousand dollar NSA up to $900,000 expenses is uh, pretty affordable for a small family or a small or a young employee. Um, anyway, just wanted to get that out there just to give you a little guidance. Uh, Nathan, you have some other questions? Uh, I do actually. This one is a this one's a good one. I actually I like this one, um, and that and, and it falls into you know folks who currently have existing medical ACA type plans. Uh, specifically, in this question was a a group plan like an employee who has you know employee benefits and they're enrolled on say an HMO or a PPO. And I've seen this happen too, where the deductible is extremely high five thousand, six thousand, almost eight thousand dollars in deductible. Um, could they actually, could somebody enroll on one of these universal health share programs and essentially use that to pay pretty much for their deductible, i.e. they go in for some, you know, they enroll on this plan, something happens, they go in, they, they're hospitalized for some un, unknown reason, suddenly they're hit with this $8,000 deductible. Uh, and and uh, could they use this program to pay for those services, the covered services anyway, uh, to essentially help offset the deductible from their group ACA policy? Yeah, that, that's an interesting question. We actually have, are developing what we call, we, we, for lack of a better term right now, a gap plan, not, not Medicare, but just for that very purpose, using a sharing program to cover that gap in that high deductible. Uh, so we are going to offer something okay. like that. Uh, a little more difficult when you combine two programs, you know, an insurance product, e even two insurance products uh, or a sharing insurance product, because we find that in uh, automobile accidents, right? If you have an automobile accident, your PNC coverage kicks in first, then the sharing program. So we do see that in this in this situation, of course, your um, primary product, your ACA product will kick in first. And then, yes, we could be a backup to that. I would have to. Uh, uh, talk to my folks internally, my compliance folks, to see how that would work because you're primarily interested in offsetting the deductible, right? So in our product, uh, if you had the, if you are an individual with UHS one, we you only have a thousand dollar deductible, then it's eighty five fifteen after that. Um, how would that be viewed by the ACA carrier? So I think there's some open questions there that I don't really fully have an answer for, but I'd like to research that a little bit and give you maybe a written response, uh, Nathan, that you can send out to see how we can address that. Uh, but yeah, right I now, think, you know, I, gap, I, I, that'd be a good, definitely want to learn more about this, this gap thing you were talking about too. Always learning something new with. Uh, yeah, yeah, because with, we see this, this so gap. That's, that's actually, that would be very, very helpful. I think it would help a lot of people. I think so too, and and you have to make it affordable too, right? It's got to be very, very inexpensive, and 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 be able to really cover that deductible. Um, and and there's always who's first in line, right? Uh, is it the carrier or is it the sharing program? And so you get into that finger pointing. Uh, so you got to be careful how you roll that out. So I'll let you guys know how we how that goes, but that's something we're working on. Okay, I appreciate that. Um, another one. It's more of a two-part question. Um, I know that there were some slides regarding pre-existing conditions, kind of like short-term medical plans or even um, even pre-ACA plans. When I when I was working at HealthNet, pre-ACA plans, where if you had you know some kind of health issue, 
uh, things were you know rated up and things like that, or some kind of waiting period to actually use the services for pre-existing conditions. I just wanted to know if you can just clarify or reiterate and and just yeah really be fully transparent on pre-existing conditions. Yeah. Um, okay. Like say. Yeah, like this is a perfect slide. Thank you so much. So regarding pre-existing conditions, uh, how long is the wait for a standard pre-existing condition? Say somebody has. Well, it, it, and and you know, pre-ex pre is a very broad category. I mentioned earlier that there are there are medical uh, qualifiers built into the enrollment process, which are uh, knockout, what we call knockout questions. And, and so if you make it through the knockout questions, what you're left with is pre-existing conditions. Pre-existing conditions typically have uh, something very much in common. They have a look-back period. So typically, it's, it's usually 36 months. So if you've had a condition prior to joining the program within the last 36 months, it will be considered a pre-ex going forward. Uh, it's, it, cancer has a more extended uh, time at 60 months. So just keep in mind, cancer is 60 months. And you can join the program if you've had cancer, but you're ineligible if you have cancer. So the question is for the medical questionnaire, do you have it, not have you had it? So if you have uh, a cancer, then you're ineligible, but if you've had it in the past, you're eligible. And the way it works is in, 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 in no matter what that pre-ex is, the first four months, it's, it's ineligible for any sharing. And upon the first day of the, of the second year, we provide $50,000 for that condition for the year. Year three, which is uh, after the second year, day one of the second year, you have, we provide $50,000 for that pre-ex. When you hit your first day of year four, it is no longer considered a pre-ex condition. Okay. 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 Very now, good. good uh, I'm going to do a little qualifier to that. What we have done is because everybody has a pre-ex somewhere, right? I mean, you just sometimes can't get away from it. And because we are designed, you know, to keep you healthy, we don't want that pre-ex to become worse, right? This is why we have Cure of Life. So they can help you manage your condition so you end up getting healthier, not sicker. So what we've done as part of our programs, if you have a pre-existing condition, you can go to your doctor this includes mental health as well. You can go to the doctor for a um, for a, what we call a maintenance check. You have um, um, primary care. We offer nine visits a year for primary per member. So you have plenty of visits. And you can use some of those visits to check on pre-existing conditions. So anything that you're going in, we will share what we call the office chart. So if you go in there for a status check to check out your your cancer that you had 24 months ago, you wanna make sure it's not progressing, you wanna make sure that the meds, whatever they gave you for whatever condition you have are still working, that is eligible. As long as you don't get treatment for it and you don't get new diagnostics for it, it's all eligible. So we do have a way to help you monitor that. On the mental health side, uh, most uh, people that have already been diagnosed with a mental health condition are on some kind of medication. Uh, you could be on Adderall uh, for a child, for example, um, Prozac for an, uh, an adult. Uh, again, you can go to a psychiatrist or your primary care doctor, and we will allow you to get what we call medication management 
and able to uh, make sure that those meds are still working for you. The doctor can check you, they can try other things and that would be shareable as well. So we do open the door to that on day one uh, without you having to wait 12 months. Okay, that's good to know. Uh, so I do like the whole maintenance check as well. Uh, actually, you know what, At that, out of my own curiosity, uh, uh, how about acute onsets based on pre-existing conditions? For example, uh, I remember there, there was a one client a broker had and uh, they were on a plan that excluded pre-existing conditions. Um, the client had high blood pressure in this case Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, they had a heart episode. They called it an episode because, you know, just for administrative purposes, but it was a heart episode. But say, like, they have a heart attack and it was directly correlated with, you know, the high blood pressure. Would something like that, just the treatment of the actual heart condition or heart episode, that one off situation, I don't know if that would actually be, con would that be lumped into the pre existing condition or would that actually be a potential covered? Or would that potentially be reviewed and, and, and paid for by the health share? Well, it, and that, that's a really good question, Nathan, because we do, we do for, for um, conditions like cholesterol, blood pressure, high blood pressure, if, if you're on maintenance drugs and they're being managed and you haven't been in the hospital, you haven't received treatment, we consider that eligible. Um, you have to be careful though, because there are there are some rules around it, and and I want you to specifically look at those rules. But as long as it's being uh, maintained and managed, and there hasn't been any, like I said, uh, hospitalization or treatment for a specific condition, like heart pressure related to uh, arteriosclerosis, could be a pre-ex. But if it's just blood high blood pressure, and you're taking your your medication and it's being managed and you've had no incidents, it should be okay. Okay, yeah, and I'm sure that a lot of folks on the line right now, uh, brokers might have questions like that. So uh, just everyone on the line right now, just know that you know this is, this is definitely hands-on. We want you to be proactive. We want you to engage with all of us to, to have these questions, to go over different scenarios uh, to, to be guided on the materials and where to go to find those answers as well, just to make sure that not only are you well-versed on how the product works, but also know that you have a team behind you that are experts in how the program works. So any of these scenarios, we want you to bring those up to us because, the la again, the last thing we want is for you to have somebody try to sign up. It's always best that you give us a call and say, hey, I have a client, this is what's going on, Let's go over a few scenarios. Would this be the right you know, solution for them? Uh, that goes back to, hey, it's not for everyone. It is for a lot of people out there. And so we wanna make sure that you have all of the information so that way you and the client can make the most informed decision. Um, another one, actually, I got an email yesterday on this one, Jake. Um, how about pregnancy? Say, so somebody uh, just found out they were pregnant and uh, they uh, realized, oh, I did not sign up for an ACA plan. I'm looking for something to get some kind of coverage, uh, some kind of way to reduce the cost share for going in. I, I don't know if pregnancy is on the list of, hey, that's a pre-existing condition and not covered, or is there some exceptions or ways to, so that way, you know, prenatal treatment could potentially be Yep. Uh, a benefit that would be paid for. 
Uh, uh, yeah, great, good question. I, I just uh, before I answer that, I want to go back to the last last comment you made um, about understanding the programs and getting support. We do provide, like I said, 800 numbers, agent support lines, so use them. We do give you the guidelines. Uh, I'll tell you, the guidelines are a great place to go. You can search them using your PDF search tool and, and answer a lot of the questions. We also uh, are building in an artificial intelligence bot into the enrollment and the member portal. So you can just ask and it will give you the best answer you can come up with. So we're trying to do all of this to help you be as independent as possible. Um, now, in terms of pregnancy, um, there is a there is a waiting period in pregnancy. Uh, we, what we don't want is somebody pregnant prior to joining and then join, deliver a baby and then get off the program, right? That would be terrible for the whole community. So what we do is we have a 12 month waiting period prior to conception. So if you if you're pregnant during those first 12 months, it will not be uh, eligible for sharing. You have to wait. You have to be in the program 12 continuous months. Uh, matter of fact, it's right here uh, upon this. Oh, no, I, I'm sorry. I thought I had it in here. But uh, anyway, yeah, you have to be um, uh, in the program for 12 uh, continuous months prior to conception in order to be shareable. Now, if you are pregnant coming in, if you do get pregnant during uh, the first 12 months, we do allow nine prenatal visits shareable. So it doesn't matter when you get pregnant, you have nine visits. And that's on top of your nine um, uh, primary care visits. So it doesn't take away, it just adds. Oh, okay, that's good. All right, yeah. so at least there's- Prenatal care, nine, nine, one a month, pretty good deal. Okay, I like that. Um, well, for the sake of time, unfortunately, we're about 24 minutes over the mark. So everyone who stayed on, um, we really appreciate you staying on and, and uh, going over all of these in-depth questions. Uh, I know it's a lot, but not to worry. Again, all of the handouts, this, uh, this training slide deck, all of it's going to be sent over to you as well as our contact information. So we can always have those one-on-ones and go more in-depth about what this this whole program is. Uh, so we do have a few um, extra questions coming in. So what we'll do is actually create an FAQ. I'll work with Jake uh, to come up with those answers and then we'll send that out after the meeting, including the recording of today's webinar. Uh, and again, all of the documents uh, that, that support the webinar as well. Uh, so we do really appreciate everything you've done. We look forward to working with you on a consistent basis. Uh, so with that, uh, Jake, I know you've been talking a lot, but if you wanted to leave it up for any final remarks before we close out the meeting, I'll leave it up to you. Well, like I said, I, I, I am very, anybody interested in wanting to get started, please let Nathan or me know immediately. We'll, we'll get you on board. We'll get you the enrollment link. There is a document, I think, in the handouts that I provided, which is an onboarding document. Go ahead and take a look at that. It kind of gives you the instructions of how to get into that assessment. And so we can make you eligible to sell our programs. And uh, we, we welcome you, we're looking forward to it. And uh, anything we can do to help, we're here uh, for you. All right, I appreciate that. So with that, we'll end the meeting. Everyone stay safe, be good to each other, and we will see you very, very soon. I appreciate the time. Well, let's thank get you. back to the rest thank of your day. Nathan, and thank everybody that was here and hopefully I'll be able to speak to you all soon again. Thank you. Sounds good, thank you. All right, you got it.